of love. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go? Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, your carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712 712- 432-6958 and Studio B is 716-748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. along your host and I invite you to step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey that we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Hi there and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here this evening. Tonight, James Luce and I are going to be 
peeking into your futures. It's uh, kind of one of the things that we thoroughly enjoy to do, and it's it's an exciting thing for us because not only hopefully does it enlighten you, but it enlightens us as well. We have found that that whenever there are calls into the show, that that whatever we say to one person applies to almost everyone else that's listening. So so as other people are getting readings, if you feel so moved and want to call in, the number is 716-406-7900. And we welcome you to call in. Uh, slight cat fight here. Sorry about that. I have James Luce with me here tonight. James, it's so good to have you with me again. Thank you so much for inviting me back. It's an honor to be here. Well, it's um, I love it. The cats are quiet all day. They sleep on their little cushions. They do nothing. They don't even meow. And as soon as we're on radio and I can't get to them, we have a cat fight. So, so the energy must be stirring up tremendously already. <laughs> I would assume. Yes, it is. Well, my cat is the same way. I did my prayers to guides and masters to be able to, um, you know, plug into your energy and really plug into whoever calls into in to give readings. And my cat has been on the phone. He's on the computer, and he slept all day. But then I start praying and getting ready to give a reading and changing the energy in the place, and he's all over dancing and hopping and <laughs> talking and knocking things over because of their cats are more psychic than we are they they know much more than we do well they do pick up on the energy and you know the chinese are um are are great cat people and they believe that cats um are here on the earth to to help and and pull energy from people that that have um heavy energy so it's it's kind of like they are magical and they're wonderful and i i would i would guess that that a cat fight at the beginning of the show was a very positive thing because we do have numbers here. Oh, good! It's a good, it's a good sign because Smokey has been um, tapping on the keys of the computer and and uh, sitting on the phone and he purrs very loud and um, but you know the Egyptians um, were not amiss in worshiping uh, Bastet and Bast um, because th- those cats would you know the the cat god gave unconditional love and guidance and and healing Mm -hmm. so this is great so people are starting to call yeah we actually have quite a few here um our first caller is uh 707616 hi you're on the air with us who is this please hi 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 Hi, this is julie hi julie how can we help tonight um i'm open to anything you could offer me on where I need to go with a life path. Wow. Or, okay. Or, or is that what the program is? I think I read it like that. You know, like that's good. I mean, I think I think that's good because that is the future. That's what you're creating and attracting the path ahead of you. Uh, so that uh-huh. fits in, right, Barbara? Absolutely. Um, I, I'll give you I'll give you sort of um, an encapsulation of what I get, and then I'll let James you know, feed into you too. And, um, so we'll double, we'll, we'll, we'll double, double team you here. Um, Julie, what I'm seeing, 
what I'm seeing here is that this this year, this next 12 months for you is going to be very, very exciting because in many ways it is uh, and, and there is an element of new beginnings here. It feels like you have tied a lot of loose ends up. You have put a lot of things to bed. You have let go of a lot of things that you did that, that no longer apply to your reality. And it feels as though you're coming into a time frame where you are trusting so much more to the flow of the spiritual energy that is around you. And I feel strongly that, that you are going to be impacted not only by the new spiritual energy that's flowing into you, but also there's a sense here that you have karmic, karmic energy coming from past lives as well. So it feels to me as though in past lives, you have done a great deal of service to humanity. You have helped other people tremendously. You have um, sheltered. You have helped. You have cured, in many cases, people that, that you have been um, in touch with and around in past lifetimes. This lifetime, it feels as though a lot of those people are flowing into your life, and, and they are going to be giving back to you. It's kind of like a... Um, a thank you letter that took a long time to come back to you, but it, it feels to me as though there is a blessing of spirit that is coming into your life and it starts, it starts this month actually. And as we get into next month and then the June timeframe, I feel that you're taking this new energy that is flowing to you and you are birthing new aspects of yourself. There's the element of magic and miracles here. I would say that you have struggled and worked tremendously hard to get to this point in time. I want to applaud you for the work that you have done because what you've done is opened a pathway, opened a portal, if you will, to to blessings and new energy and certainly attracting to yourself people who are of not only a higher spiritual vibration, but they have a, a sense of of intent and spiritual process going on within them as well. So you're going to find that that you're not leaving friends behind because we never do that. But you have wonderful new people coming into your life and it feels as though you've you've been through what I would call the dark night of the soul and you definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel and you are moving forward with such grace and dignity. It is amazing. James, what are you getting? Um, Julie, could you just say a sentence for me so I could go into your vocal vibration just briefly, please? Um, what kind of sentence? Just, um, just say hello. Just give, me, just give me two more words. That's all. Um, what's going to be in my movie would be the other thing. And am I going into um, mediumship abilities, like where I'm actually going to start using those mediumship abilities to... You know, I'm already in the role of teaching right now with people around me because I'm on my okay. own path. Okay, that, that's good. That's good. What uh, um, the Angels, Guides, and Masters show is um, what Barbara said is very revelatory. Um, you're popping out this year of um, a shell, um, a routine, and um, judgments of other people. You're really um, coming into your own and um, a very unique identity. Um, so you are, uh, as Barbara said, leaving the past behind and leaving especially um, previous judgments and previous opinions of people behind. And um, it shows that one of, uh, Spirit shows that one of your, your great attributes and assets 
in uh, teaching and dealing with people is your humor and your spontaneity oh, yeah. and your your silliness and your wittiness. And um, God and the angels want to say, don't ever change that. It, it is it is a great uh, mechanism. It is a great gift you have. And um, you do have the intelligence to get your point across, um, but um, your your uh, communication becomes so much more um, vibrant and exciting and firm and very well etched um, this year, this year, in terms of new horizons. Um, in other words, um, uh, your, your humor is is much more appreciated. Don't ever change it. Um, and... Um, you have this gift just by being yourself of um, grabbing attention in a good way and and having people listen to you and making good points and and saving people and um, mm-hmm. and, and you teaching um, they tell me is uh, look for advancements but look it is what you want to make it is what they're saying. The teaching, um, whether it, it, it ends in the spring, goes through the summer, or begins at the beginning of the academic year in September, the um, the thing is, um, it is you can take it farther um, by applying, by letting people know where you're teaching. You can take it farther. And you want to also oh. remember um, you're a very good intuitive teacher, and you have intuition, and you have a lot of heartfelt abilities at reading other people. Um, but you also want to make sure you're getting paid, is what they're telling me. Oh, okay. Okay, that, that's interesting because you just confirmed something for me. I was really kind of leery or scared of actually veering out on my own and actually asking for money for the mediumship abilities, meaning that I can pretty much don't really have a problem talking or connecting up with people there on the other side. Um, you have you have you have really lovely intuition. You have really lovely intuition. Um, it's important. Um, what spirit is telling me that you get um, a preparation and a platform before you are um, uh, b- before you professionally go out as a medium. Um, there needs to be a little more. I mean, you you have great intuitive gifts. There needs to be a little more preparation, a little more practice. Um, a little more grounding. Yeah, I kind of feel exactly. that. Exactly. And, yeah. and you need the practice and, and uh, because um, just – and then I'm t- they're letting me – God and the guides are letting me throw this in. You know, I'll tell you from personal experience, it is a rough business. <laughs> if you, it is a rough business. I, Julia, you know, and, actually, if I had the money, I would just go into doing like – with the quantum machine, which is a biofeedback program, and helping out to heal people too, like a healing center. Yeah, Julie, that's good. You have that ability, but and you also have you have great. You're wonderful with people, and you have great teaching and instructional abilities. I'm either as a life coach, as a teacher, um, as a leader, because your heart and the depth of your emotion is very open. So I leave that right. with you, and God bless you. This is going to be a very thank a wonderful you year so for you, much. as Barbara said. It really has helped and enlightened me. It really okay. has enlightened me. And, and, Julie, most of us, when we started out, um, you know, asking for for you know a fee or or whatever is is you know usually very very difficult. So most of us started out with just saying you know give me a donation. Oh, okay. There's a thought. 
So I that actually have, yeah, okay, I can do that too. Because that yeah. way, that way, um, that, that way you aren't setting a price on anything people are giving you what they're comfortable with. And because you're practicing on them, let's give it a, you know, let's be honest. Um, a donation is, is probably very appropriate until you get your feet all the way under you and then, and then, uh-huh. you know, you do what feels right. Yeah. That's so true. And that I is just, so true. Yeah. And for some reason I passed on moving to some place. I was waiting for an apartment to get in there and I passed on it twice. One, two different apartments came up in the same area. And then it's like now I got to get back on the waiting list. But something in my gut instinct just said not the right time. You have to be here for another two years for whatever the reason. Well, trust it. Yes, yes. I'm and good things it. are going to happen to you where you are. I mean, you make your own reality. You attract your own reality. And with the openness of your heart and your ability to help people, good things are going to happen to you just where you are. You don't have to move or travel. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, that place has only been a jumping off place anyway, so it's okay. It's all okay. good. We got to move Thank on. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you Thanks. for... Thank you know, taking my call. I so appreciate it. Thank you for confirming what I already know in my heart. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Jeff. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. We've got 918360. Hi. You're you're on the air with us. Um, who is this? Hi. It's Deb. Hi, Deb. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing <clears throat> fine. Terrific. How can we help? Point us oh. in the right direction. Oh, I don't know. What do you see for the next near future? Okay. Well, um, I can absolutely say that that you're in a in a shifting mode. It feels here. I see you. It's really kind of interesting. I see you phasing in and out, and and it's it's almost like you're there and you're not there, and you're there and you're not there. So I think you're you're. You're coming to a time frame where, first of all, your energetic level is shifting and changing tremendously. And second of all, it's almost as though you are, what, what you're on a singular pathway and it is, you know, I know you're on an educational pathway, but you're also on a spiritual pathway as well. And what I'm seeing here is that you're beginning to sort of question exactly, exactly what the direction is you're supposed to go in. Um, I, I, I feel you're in the right areas. I just feel that there is now a fluctuation into the exact, exact direction that you're, you're going to go, both spiritually and educationally. I feel that, that there is a birthing of a new aspect of you as you come into the, uh, the May timeframe. And, and, and from, June, July, and August, all three months appear to be months in which you are letting go of that which no longer, <clears throat> that which no longer burdens you or, or weighs you down. So that, so that there is, um, emotional release going on here. And, and you may even be, be releasing other aspects of, or losing weight or there are major changes here coming up in the summertime. It really feels as though it's going to be a massive turnover, turnaround time for you. Um, the, the, uh, September timeframe has you hitting the books even more than you do now. It feels as though you are going outside your, your, um, 
area of study. So the element of reading and, and I feel that the reading that I'm seeing here is above and beyond the educational. It feels as though you're going more and more and more into spiritual modalities and kind of investigating new modalities that are opening up. And it does feel as though you're going to be kind of, you're going to be bitten by the bug of, of, um, of a paranormal experience. I don't believe you've had it yet, but I do feel it has something to do with mediumship. And, and, and I don't think you're being bitten by a real bug. I think that there is a fascination with a certain aspect of the spiritual realm that you, that you haven't really played with as much as it seems you're going to be. So that, so that from September on, it feels that you are reaching spiritually in new directions. And I feel strongly that, that some of the Native American stuff is, is coming out here. But more than that, I feel that you, you going into a different kind of mediumship. So, uh, James, James, what are you getting? Um, Deb, could you just speak like three words um, so I could get your voice? Sure, James. It's good to hear your voice. Right. Uh, now I remember you from the previous program. Um, uh, uh, the, the first thing... Uh, um, they show me is um, you spend more time in your heart. You, you have um, emotionally and energetically in the next three months, six months, eight months, um, um, emotionally, energetically, and in doing things, um, you're going to get impulses and you're going to get um, feelings and you're going to receive messages and sensitivities about that. Act on that. Act on that. Um, Spirit shows me you're grounded and you're acting on that. The part of you that's clogged up a bit is the other thing is um, uh, don't get overwhelmed with this education, but speak your truth. Your throat chakra, I mean, you have amazing um, instincts, and um, you've been in, in past lives um, a real um, helper. Your uh, abilities to love people, heal people, give people faith, be the rock for people are astounding and extraordinary, Spirit tells me. So it's really important to um, open the throat more and speak your truth um, in education, in whatever you're studying, in whatever you're doing, um, writing, in, in, in writing, in, um, in all forms of communication, it, whether it's oral, written, verbal, um, and keep a blog, keep a journal, because part of opening the throat chakra is also <clears throat> letting the thoughts out it doesn't have to be in a formal situation. You can do it by yourself, keeping your journal, writing your blog. Um, and the other thing is, um, the more you get a meditation practice going, open open up the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh eyes. Um, your head feels very um, loaded up with um, facts and figures and thoughts. And um, breathe it out, breathe it out, breathe it out, breathe it out. You'll remember it. You're going to do fine. You're, you're going to do fine. But... Um, there's, there's just, um, I want to say around September, I think this goes along with what Barbara was saying, of course, you're going to be a much more dynamic person um, and speak up with it. You're going to get impulses and feelings about taking a stand about things, about initiating projects, about um, talking with people and, and doing things together in groups with people. Um, and speak it out. Speak it out. Do it. Act, act on your impulses. Um, you're a really divine spirit, and you have this ability 
to give a lot of faith and love and healing. Um, so it, it's about communicating that even more. Fantastic. Thank you both so very much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. My pleasure. And have a good evening, Deb. You too. Okay, we've got Daniela on the line too. Daniela, hi. How are you doing tonight? Hello, Barbara. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing very well. How can we help? I want to ask, what do you see for myself for the next few months? And more specifically, I would like to ask about uh, work and job. And I'm in the middle of looking for a job. I already got um, one offer, but I'm still kind of, you know, deciding because the pay is not so good. So, um, I mean, that's basically my question. Okay. Well, it does feel as though um, you're bringing yourself back into balance. It feels like you've been fragmented for the last couple of months. We're just sort of going in lots of different directions. And and I do feel that there is a new balance here. So so for the next couple of months, I feel you're basically letting the dust settle because it feels to me as though um, a lot of things have been going on and, and there has been confusion around you. But what I'm feeling here is that, that, that things are settling down, that you've set yourself free from a lot of the difficulties that you've had. Uh, I would say that when it comes to career, it does look like you're going to be getting at least two new offers um, over the next couple of months that, that may be better than than what you've just recently gotten. But certainly uh, stay where, you know, don't quit the day job. I, I you know, in this economy, a job that, that is not quite what you want is much better than, than nothing at all. But it yes. does feel to me as though there are two new options coming up here fairly rapidly and they do feel that they have greater compensation connected to them. So I would I would keep looking but I would take what has been offered you just as a a, a band-aid so to speak to to keep to keep you covered until um a better job does come along. It does feel as though you have to you're in a rebuilding stage and and always it looks better if you're coming from strength and coming from the fact that you are employed when you're looking for another job. It looks better for you. I feel that that um, you're coming into a time where people are going to be appreciating your capabilities and your talents and your skills a lot more and that there is a sense here of going in a new direction that, that, that you had not anticipated so that what I see is as you get closer to the fall time frame, you're going to be employed in a job that is not exactly what you expect it to be. It's going to be something different. It's going to cause you to have to, to grow and study a little bit, but it will be very, very um, satisfying to you, and it feels as though it will um, enhance you and your abilities far more so than the job that, that currently has been offered. James, what are you getting? Um, you, you say your name one more time, please. Hi, hi James. Um, my name is Daniela. Okay, wonderful. Um, one of the uh, – um, you are excellent with um, uh, dealing with people, with philosophy, with new thoughts. Your mind is very clear. And you have a really uh, lovely, very precious 
uh, the angels tell me, um, uh, sense of um, self-expression. There's a lot of charm about you. There's a lot of warmth about you. There's a lot of sensitivity and generosity about you. Um, and and you would you excel very much in in discussions of philosophy, of psychology, of um, advising people, helping people, and you're incredibly emotionally cooperative. You, you really support people and make people feel better. Um, you need to own your gifts more, and greater jobs will come to you. By that meaning, um, don't don't give in to the nervousness. Don't give in to the self doubt. Don't give in to it. Pray, breathe it out. Uh, practice meditation. Just open. Um, you, you, are, you are an ancient soul, and you're very unique. And just as Barbara said, more jobs and offers are coming. But uh, the, the other thing is, besides self-doubt and worry, to really not um, – don't, don't take in um, whether it's a rejection or whether it's a criticism or whether someone is not talking to you. Do not take that personally and don't take it in. Okay, you are a higher vibration. Uh, so to breathe through the anxiety, to pray and call on the healing energies to really empty the anxiety when it starts to happen. And the other thing is realize that you are this exceptional being because great things will happen to you this fall. And put your feet down more. Um, you know, say, I, I'm, I'm worth this. I love to do. Don't be afraid to negotiate. Don't be afraid to negotiate. Don't be afraid to make deals. You know, put your feet down and say, um, I like this, this, and this. Um, is it possible to have this, this, and this when you get the offer, um, when you get an offer? You know, um, don't, don't think that every offer is, is firm and solid because um, negotiation is part of the practice, Spirit tells me. So, in other words, put your feet down more. Declare yourself more. Open yourself in the earthly creativity more. You're wonderful with intellect and higher emotions and your generosity and your entertainment of people. You're just beautiful and sensitive. But on, on earth, getting things done, realize that you have a lot of talent and really put your feet down more, ground yourself more. Um, really great things are going to come up for you in the fall. And thank, thank you and you God so bless much. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Daniela, for calling. Barbara. <laughs> Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got 540818 also on the air. Hi there. Who is this? Yeah. Hello, Barbara. This is Eric. Hello, James. Oh, Eric. Hello. Hi. I didn't recognize Good to talk you. Good you. Yeah. How can we help tonight? Well, um... Uh, I, I know a lot of people have been uh, wondering about uh, what is the common. I, I guess I'm kind of at a, uh, a place where um, I'm trying to reassess where I'm going uh, in many ways, and um, I'm wondering if you all pick up anything. Do you mean direction for life path or spiritual pathway? What? What? Um, Spiritual or professional or whatever, whatever you get, whatever impression you get. Um, okay. Uh, actually, there's a lot here. Um, you do know that this is a this is a um, a nine year, and and that it's a time to tie things up, and and it's very it's very appropriate to be sort of doing a lot of looking at 
life and, you know, tying up loose ends and finishing things up and then saying, okay, where do I go from here? And it does feel to me as though on, on a consciousness level, you've had a real shift in consciousness. There's been an, a, a real awakening inside of you that, that your perception, the way you view life, the way you view situations that you're coming into have all shifted and changed dramatically so that you have a deeper insight into the people that you're dealing with and the situations that, that are coming your way. I feel that, that you also have a greater understanding as, as to the challenges that spirit has put in front of you that that you know and, and you've had a lot of them but but they all seem to have had a very positive core to them they they may not have been comfortable but there was a positive core to them and and it feels to me as though you're at a point in time where you're choosing your battles you're choosing your your lessons um, far more wisely than you ever have before. So that on a spiritual level, I, I feel that you've, you've come leaps and bounds and leagues um, forward into an understanding of the process of the spirit within the physical reality. And, 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 and there's, a, there's a lot of excitement here in that you've opened portals to information that you've carried inside of yourself that are that are from antiquity and, and even before the beginnings of recorded time. So so there's a sense here of, of almost an an overwhelming feeling of 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 awesomeness as far as as who you are as a spirit and, and the journey that you're on. Now if we come down to the human mundane which we all have to because that's where we live. Um, it, it does feel here as though there's an inner restlessness inside of you wanting to make changes but not knowing which direction to go. And I would say at this particular point in time, it's not a time to make changes, to, to make any radical changes because it feels to me as though it's not until September that there's real clarity of sight, of vision, of, of understanding as to where you need to go next. Um, I do feel that, that May and June are, are a time frame where you're sort of putting things in proper order internally. You are, um, you are getting a better flow of continuity here. You're understanding your own inner truths and you're, you're, you're beginning to understand the pathway that you're on. Now, we're never going to really know exactly where that pathway leads because if we knew what the end of the journey was, there would be no point to the journey. So um, it, it's, it's sort of like you're understanding that that there are times in which you move forward rapidly and then there are times when um, you, you are supposed to be patient. You're supposed to, to sort of practice patience and you're supposed to let everything fall into place and so the next steps are 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 sure steps that it's almost like you're waiting in in some ways as you as we get into the um, November December time frame um, I'm not a contractor I you know so I'm going to say this inappropriately I'm sure but cement needs to really set it, it, and sometimes it looks like it's firm and you can walk on it and it's not. And that's what I'm feeling things are like in the November, December timeframe. You have to let things set before you initiate new action. By the December timeframe, it feels as though 
things have set that there's definitely you can walk on the cement, so to speak. It, it, December is a time frame where I see you moving ahead and committing yourself to new directions. But 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 I do feel that you have to you know kind of play the hurry up and wait stuff for a little bit longer. James, what are you getting? Um, hi, Eric. Um, you're in Virginia, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, the first thing they show me is is that um, you know you're very grounded. You you got to get more focused, but you have this ability to either travel, be industrious in whatever you're doing, um, to uh, really attract business, um, attract people. Uh, you, you're very open in earthly business. You need more focus. But you have this gift of um, a lot of warmth, a lot of affability, uh, and and just just focus it more. Uh, and uh, because um, uh, whatever um, they tell me that wh- whatever you do, whatever whatever job you do, and and however you get along with people, um, no one complains about you. you you're so. Um, genuine and industrious and authentic and and capable uh and and uh just realize that this is a gift you have of accomplishing on earth i mean with more focus you're great with scheduling you're great with management and you're great with physical labor um as well as being um great with um uh administrative labor or helping people out or whatever it happens to be um you're also good in earthly emergencies even um in aiding people uh the other thing spirit wants to say is um intellectually and psychologically um you're a really really deep soul and um the nature around you let it help you more there's some encasements on you, not from you, but from the outside. Um, some things that are sticking to you that um, get rid of them. Get rid of them. Get rid of the previous responsibilities. We're looking three months into the future, six months into the future, as Barbara was. Um, it, it, don't, don't, don't let the past, um, don't let the past responsibilities or possibly past mistakes. Whatever labels were put on you in the past, whether they're positive or negative, just go, okay, thank you for that lesson, but really peel it off. Really peel it off Um, uh, because um, you're very deep and you're very profound and intellectually and spiritually and psychologically you're very connected. But um, tear off off the old shell. Um, And maybe this means meeting new people. Maybe this means letting some old friends go that think you're one way. But I, uh, what I'm getting is I think your subconscious is going to come out in six months. There's going to be um, a, a lot more uh, passion this got, because it's living inside you. There's going to be a lot more passion, a lot more. You have love of animals and love of nature, and uh, all of this becomes much more demonstrative, and all the angels and the guides will applaud you. And, and that's a great journey to be on this year. So God bless you. It's going to be great. Oh, thank you so much, James and Barbara. You're welcome. Really You're appreciate welcome. It. It's great to hear you again. <laughs> yeah. It's thank good, you. good to listen to both of you. Well, thanks for calling, Eric. Thank you. Thank you. I, I know this is it's it's really funny because when when we um, do shows like this, when when we're giving readings to people, um, it's it's kind of funny because because. You're a reader and I'm a reader. Um, neither of us 
go for readings, really, ever. <laughs> and, and uh, um, you know, I found that the people that are coming for readings these days are coming far more frequently uh, for the spiritual aspects of, of their lives. Uh, a decade ago, you know, 30 years ago, it was basically, you know, when am I going to meet my soulmate and when am I going to change my job? But but it seems to me that, that the questions that, that I've been getting and wanted to ask you, James, you know, are the questions that, that people are are coming to you, are they shifting and changing with the time as well? Uh, yes, I do. I do get a lot more, um, you know, what is my life path and what is, what, 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 you know, what am I here to do? And um, and being um, like you, um, but because there's a few of us out there, a person connected with the white light of the Akash and the Akashic records that I plug into, uh, they will show me where what the person has been through before. So it's it is, you know, what what are they here to accomplish now? Um, psychologically, spiritually, emotionally, energetically. You know, why did they incarnate this time? Um, what, what And uh, yes, it, it focuses more in that direction um, than it does about, because um, I remember when I, when I was studying this, you know, maybe 15 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, um, my great teacher Althea would say, you know, um, the, the psychic answers about paying the bills, you'll be able, you'll be able to get that done. You know, you just have to know how energetically to get around it. And I think that's the, the truth about what's happening today. The more, um, the, the more in tune, intuitive, um, vibrational souls and people that I go to, that, they, that come to me, they want to know how to navigate the crazy earth energies and, and really attain higher wisdom or be in a higher vibration in the midst of the chaos that is earth. So, yes, that it is true. I think, you know, there's also a greater responsibility. People aren't so much asking for um, you to tell them what's going to happen as much as they are asking for what tools do I need to enhance my life and make things better in my reality. Certainly, certainly. And and I think that that shows that there has been an an, an amazing growth in the consciousness of, of humanity as a whole. Um, I thought it it might be kind of fun too because um, you know we are in the United States going through a a, a time of um, <laughs> confusion and upheaval. Yes, more chaos and confusion than usual. And uh, <laughs> as as the angels and high guides tell me, there's always a lot of chaos and confusion on Earth because it's the classroom and the laboratory and you make your own reality and there's free will and choice. But it's a little more turbulent now than usual, yes. <laughs> well, 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 you know, you look at, first of all, you look at the fact that the ring of fire appears to be activating to a greater degree. With, with the earthquakes in Alaska and Japan and, and absolutely and Ecuador Ecuador yeah. yeah and they're big ones they're not itty bitties they're big yes. ones and yet yes. if you if you look at the United States um, they're, they're in Colorado they're in um, gosh where was the other one Pennsylvania I think there there are more earthquakes that are occurring inside of the United States. And, and in many ways, I think it does reflect also that there are earthquakes going on within the, con the, the, the consciousness of the country as a whole. 
Yes. So that so that it's and I and I don't know if one is causing the other or or the other is causing the one, but but it does appear that there is upheaval going on and I I just, you know, I, I wondered what you thought because we're we're actually months away from, you know, any resolution as far as the, the you know, what's going on within the country. The election isn't until November. Um, so do you get a feeling and, and I'm not asking you to predict a winter a winter or anything like that, but but do you you can if you want. Um but do you get a feeling as to um, governmentally speaking, what is going to be happening to the government as we go forward in time? Um, what I get when I when I read the news um, from High Guys in White Light is this is just on a few issues. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no other country. I, I, this is I'm sorry, very few other countries because I'm looking at um, Scandinavia, I'm looking at Italy. I'm looking at England, I'm looking at Canada, have the amounts, and this is about guns, have the amounts of um, people that don't take their medication that are, um, that are either possessed, you know, in our, in, in our um, perspective as mediums and readers. You know, they, they are twisted souls, unfortunately, with a lot of unfortunate energies in them, which lead to mass shootings. And this country... It's like number one in mass shootings. And I, I just feel, and I pray every day, I, I think, I, I, I feel that's going to change. It, it has to change. It, it has to change because um, there's not enough, um, there, there's not enough psychological counseling. There's not enough um, healing going on for students in high school, in elementary school, but then um, with departments of children and families. And then the gun laws need to change. And I think any, any um, independent candidate, any candidate, any, any philosophy that is uh, waving that white flag and drawing attention, it needs to be addressed. It needs to be changed. It, it has to be changed because other, otherwise, unfortunately, in 2017, it's going to get worse. Yeah. And, I, and, and it's something I pray for every day. You know, and you and I are close to Sandy Hook, so we know this. But um, I have a lot of clients that are psychologists. I have a lot of clients in Department of Children and Families. They are psychologists, uh, e- even across the country. And it's like we need we need better counseling without all these rules and bureaucracy. We need public health and psychology um, for those people that are are not in their right minds, that that get depressed, that fall apart, and then. It's so easy to have a gun in your drawer, um, whereas you don't have that in Canada. I mean, I live next to Canada. You, you, so this is just in, in, if we could settle things by negotiation and if we could settle things through healing and more of a consciousness of communication than um, taking it in, into violence. Um, that's why it, it, it is, it is, it, violence is a real statement of um and and I do have to say the political rallies that show violence being I'm a high school theater teacher um they are not giving good modeling to to high school students I mean this is not none of this is helping and and there is a great in all of my students there's a great consciousness of um is this really happening we have to stop it 
and and this is in, in those in high school, those in college, and it actually does one's heart good that that this movement is rising. So um, th- that's that's one of the vibrations because it does get worse. You think I I, I keep asking for messages and everything seems peaceful and calm and then all of a sudden there's another shooting of some kind. Yeah, I I have to I mean, I agree with you. And and I I agree that it needs to change. My um fr- from what I have seen, it feels as though there is such civil unrest yes. that that no matter what happens there is going to be there are going to be problems and uh the the more i i try, try to you know s- step back and take my own political you know i i don't know enough about politics to 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 actually have a political opinion but but i do anyhow um and and from from what i have seen and from what i feel from the people that, that, that are just, you know, in the grocery stores and everything. There is such anger that, that the government has gotten out of control. Yes, yes. That, that if it can be changed, you know, if it can be changed peacefully, fantastic. But, but when I did the, um, the overview for the predictions for this year, I kept hearing drums and marching feet and i kept seeing the boston tea party and that led to a revolution now it doesn't yeah. have to be a bloody you know guns and all of that stuff revolution but it my feeling was that that our government has in in interpreting what i was seeing that our government has become very much like um the king and and that it is a corporate entity, it yes, it, it is, is. Yeah. and that that it was not looking out for the people, but it was looking out for its own self interests. And in that in that case, in that in that scenario, the only way to change it was to revolt. Now that doesn't mean you know it doesn't mean martial law, but it no. does mean revolting against the the status quo and changing the entire system now you can't change the system unless you take it apart and put it back together differently yes and in in doing that and i'm not sure how this can this will happen but i do know that um some of the people running want to change the government some want to want to change it from inside at least that's what they say Others want to change it and say it's all corrupt. We got to change it, you know, all, all of it, all of it. And I kind of, I, I kind of agree with all of it because there is such control over not only, um, not, not only our money, but, but, um, there is no longer a middle class. I used no. to be in the middle class. I'm now, I am now upper lower class. Um, right. and, and it, it, it's, it's almost as though we are not treated as, as though we are the ones that elect the government. And, and from what I can tell, um, I know here in Connecticut, um, we elected 
congressmen and senators sent them off to Washington to, to do what we wanted to have done, and they immediately turned around and did something else. That's true. And And so the people don't trust the government as it stands now. Now, I don't know what it's going to take to restore a belief in a system of government. Um, I, I have strong feelings about some of the people running. And, and uh, you know, some of them, I, I, I just don't, I, I don't feel safe if they're in power. And others, no, no. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it gets you to the point of, well, well, what do you do as an individual, as a person that is, you know, casting a vote that that may or may not count? So um, I, I think that that as we get closer and closer and closer to the actual ele- uh, you know, election, you, even the, the nominating um, conventions appear to both of them have have the potential for. I feel both of them could be very brokered. They could be brokered. And I know uh, I know, Clinton has the market on superdelegates, but um, we might be surprised that both conventions would be brokered, um, which I think would be a good thing because I just believe the right uh, – we, we have to pray and visualize and call energetically in that the most, the most just, you know, justice, Archangel Uriel – Justice, the white light of justice will prevail. Balance, harmony, equanimity will prevail. Because you're right, it's gotten out of control. It, it has truly um, gotten out of control in, in, in such ways that I just, you know, I call upon the spirit of Gore Vidal, whom I loved. But he, he said in the Reagan administration, statesmanship is dead. Um, <laughs> because he was a liberal like I am. I'll admit I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat. But, but um, um it's dying so much more now, <laughs> and and um, and we really need, um, it, you know, it's not business, it's statesmanship, it's international relations, it's philosophy, it's public policy, it's psychology. Business is part of it, but it's not all finance. You know, it, it's it's about justice and and equality and psychology. So um, I just well, keep visualizing that and and praying that. But you're absolutely right. That, well, that, um, that's how it was set up originally. Yeah, exactly. But but don't forget that those people that set it up originally were the ones that that said no more, you know, no more King George. You know, we're we're going to do this on our own because we, we're pretty sure we can do it better without you. And right. here we are, several hundred years later. And and literally, we've got a king in Washington with his parliament and everything, and we have replicated exactly what we revolted against several hundred years ago. And and it has gotten out of control. It has absolutely gotten out of control. Yeah, I just so so anyhow, I I you know, um, it's not what anybody would hope for, but but. Uh, if it can be done, if there can be such a thing as a peaceful revolution, that's what I hope for. Yes, 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 absolutely. <laughs> I, no guns, no shooting, no nothing. But but you oh, know, please. yeah, yeah. Please let's set something up that that can benefit everyone because we've got hungry in this country, we've got homeless in this country, we've got all sorts of problems that we need to deal with, and and um. 
it isn't happening right now, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. And what I'm finding is that, that, you know, I, I keep hearing from, from, um, from Star Wars, you know, I keep hearing or feeling a disturbance in the force. <laughs> yes, right, right, right. And, and don't forget, you know, there have been wars in heaven. There have been wars all over the place. So that, so that, um, democracy, or, or even statesmanship, um, is not what's called for. I think upheaval is called for. And, and that's what we're seeing. We're seeing, you know, and I think some of the uh, earthquakes that are out there are because of fracking, but not all of them. Some of them are, 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 are I do believe a reaction to, to the dissatisfaction that is, that is, you know, a tsunami of energy that is crossing this, this whole nation. Yes, and, yes. and you know it's 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 kind of like there in order to get rid of the stress and the tension there has to be an eruption of some sort that's true i mean cuz if you internalize it you just give us ulcers so um and and i don't think anybody's going to get an ulcer here but but it does feel to me as though and and you know i'm not I don't normally foresee or look into politics as a whole, but the more I look into it, because it affects me and, and everybody around me, you do have to look into it. And it does uh-huh. feel as though um, this is not going to be a peaceful year. This is going to be a year in which there is upheaval. But that's good because we go into next year, and next year is a one year, and that's a year for new beginnings. Yes, yes, yes. And for instance, that which needs to be restructured besides the whole government in different certain ways, just the choosing of the delegates. It's like the people don't have a voice in choosing the delegates completely. There, There is so much um, uh, manipulation with the superdelegates and so much coercion and so much reallotment or just like every state um, and um, sure, states' rights, I believe in all that, but I'm, this is the first year, because I'm not that political either, that I learned because tomorrow is the New York primary, um, <laughs> that that de- it's based on congressional districts. It's yeah. not based on the whole state. you know. And I've worked and lived in Buffalo. I've worked and lived in Albany. I grew up on Long Island. I work in, in New York City right now. And all of the, all of the delegates are... are and and all of the um the results of the primary are based on districts. Uh-huh. It's it's not even based on a county or a region or the state as a whole. So it, it the, and New York is a unique state that way and then we have other states that award delegates differently all of this I I really think um I guess what I'm saying just objectively looking at it and being really uneducated about it it's very confusing and it's incredibly inconsistent and there are great margins for error. Yes, and we will be right back in about five minutes.
Christian Radio at freedomslips.com. We'll be right back after this message. safe? Do you have the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. Over 3 gigs of survival documents and how-tos, plus the USDA offline food preservation website, and much, much more, including a surprise bonus we just can't tell you about here. With plenty of room left over to store your most important documents. Imagine if a mega virus or a computer failure took out your bank, or all the banks for that matter. Are your banking records safe in your hands so when they get things fixed and repaired, you can say, hey, look, this is what I had. You have it. I want it back. Is your personal data safe? Family records? Addresses? phone numbers we'll squeeze on over to freedomslips.com yes that's www.freedomslips.com click the banner on the homepage for the emp proof bullet drive to get the full scoop of everything that we offer so folks keep your data safe for your peace of mind revolution radio freedomslips.com you don't need to expect us we're already here gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go? Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712-432-6958. And Studio B is 716 716- 748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. Ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting, you can see, by a simple majority in the case of purely internal affairs, be quiet, or by a two-thirds majority in the case of more men. Be quiet! I order you to be quiet! Look, you stupid bastard, you've got no arms left! Yes, I have! Look! It is a flesh wound. I don't believe I'm changing to display of courage, skill, nerve, grace, and stupidity. I'll do you for that! Oh, what? Come here! What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible! 
You're a loony. The Black Knight always comes! Roundtable Live, Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Bring your mind, bring your ideas, bring your voice. King Arthur had nothing on us. Yeah, Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. This is Nightlight. I'm Barb DeLong, along with James Luce. I want to thank you for tuning in to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Please help to endorse our efforts and airtime by visiting the station's support page and making a donation. From station owner to all levels of management, the entire production crew, and every host, we all work without compensation of any kind. Except, of course, for the joy of being a part of a very unique and special station. One that supports a true sense of freedom. Any donation, even a small one, is greatly appreciated and keeps freedom ever-present out there for those who seek independent thought and new paradigms and philosophies. So, James, oh, we are going to be doing readings if anybody's interested in having a peek into their future. Give us a call at 716-406-7900. James and I would be happy to peek into your future for you. It's, it's absolutely safe and we promise not to, uh, to, uh, bring forward anything embarrassing for you, even if it's there. Um, <laughs> well, every now and then, um, you do see something that's so cool you want to say it and you just know you don't dare. Um, James, I have been doing a lot of reading lately um, because I, I have a lot of different authors that I've been um, interviewing. And a lot of the stuff that I've been reading deals with how not only are we not being told the truth about, about UFOs and all sorts of things because the government feels that we can't deal with it, one of the one of the other aspects of what I have been gleaning from all of the books and, and, and I almost have to have my glasses changed because I've been reading so many of them, is that that the earth itself there have been um, there have been civilizations here that we we either are not acknowledging or that we have yet to discover. And, and the, I mean, our, our history books are, are obviously totally inadequate and inept. And, and they even today currently, um, are, are not, are not giving the kids a true history of our history. And, and so it, it's, it's been something that, that has been fascinating me, me that, that there are, are, are time frames, time spans, um, when you go back in, into, you know, 10 and 20 and 15 and 50,000 years ago, there were cultures, there were civilizations that were here on the earth plane 
that disappeared. Yes. And some of them, some of them we have, you know, fragments of, of, of information about and others we don't. Have you ever actually started to, have you ever actually looked into or been intrigued by any of those civilizations? I've always been intrigued. Um, I, I have been, I admit, I've been lazy. I haven't done all the research I wanted to do. I haven't done all the reading and investigation. Um, I find that there is, um, what's the Indian tribe, Anastasi, Anastasi, in the Four Corners, Chaco mm-hmm. Canyon. Um, that vortex and that tribe is ancient, 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 ancient. So yeah, and they, yeah, they just disappeared almost all at once. Correct. And I don't know what it was, whether they were taken up in a spaceship. Um, but they had, when I researched them, I get the um, messages that they had a very um, high level of, of shamanism, of healing, of medicine, of, of energy communication, in, in and uh, and basically a large part in New Mexico, Arizona, um, um, uh, Colorado to a degree, and Utah to a smaller degree, but it's mainly New Mexico and Arizona. And um, I get the same feeling when I've been as many times I try to go as many times as I can to to Sedona, because the vortexes, to me, I always see um, white lights coming down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know the Native American legends of of um, Sedona and the Vortexes, and I agree with all that. But before that, it, it's a real um, – I, I believe the Hopis really communicated with, like, the Pleiadians. And I believe that the Navajo and the, um, and the various tribal uh, congregations around Sedona, there was a lot of interplanetary communication going on. Um, and you feel it. You feel it in the vortexes. Um, and it's why what is left in the Red Rocks is people go there to be healed. Of course, you know, humans these days turn it into commercialism, but it's still a great healing mecca, Sedona. And Chaco Canyon is the same way. And in that part of the country, there are, there are various vortexes. And I'm simply saying this because, like, if you look in Arizona at Montezuma's Castle, these aren't just Hopi and Zuni and Navajo. There's ancientness going on here. I mean, I want to say even at the time of Egypt in 2300 B.C., there was some there, – there are civilizations that are being visited by interplanetary entities of, of healing and white light It's positive – but, I mean, it's going on, and especially in that area of the country. There are many other places, too, but these are the areas that I feel it when I'm there. I can start to see it. So. Well, a lot of the, the mounds that, that you know, are in the, in the country um, yes. were, were mounds which giants were buried in, and some right. of those have been dated back to 9,000 years before Christ. Right. So that, so that you know, the the... The history that the children are taught today is that the, there were Native American Indians here and they were the original settlers of this country and then Columbus came and, and, and so forth and so on. But the reality is that, that this, this 
continent has had probably many different civilizations um, on it over time. And, and it feels as though, from what I've been reading, that, that a lot of them are either um, equal to or predate ancient Egypt or the ancient Egypt that was ancient before ancient Egypt became ancient. And so that, so that, so that, you know, the antiquity of the planet, we know the, the planet is, is, is very, very old, but, but it seems to me that, that we're missing out on, on whole cultures, on whole um, species of humans, if you will. That, and I agree with you. I think that the extraterrestrials were here. They they helped. They they intermingled, and and that that in many cases, um, our DNA has has traces of of the fact that that we are a um, a result of of not tinkering. I don't think we were. I, I truly don't believe that we were experimented on as much as the, the extraterrestrials came here and some stayed and some didn't stay and, and they mixed with the indigenous people and we are a result of that. I, you know, so many stories talk about, um, you know, planet X and, you know, coming here and creating us as a slave race to mine the gold so that they could take it to save their atmosphere. Um, pure fiction, in my opinion, but but, you know, it, it's kind of like, don't you really wish you knew the whole story? Don't you really wish that, that somebody would take the time to, you know, try to put um, the real history of this country um, in, in, in order so that we could see, you know, what cultures were here, what, what, um, what species of us were here. Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, I every now and then try to sit back and try to picture some of the, I mean, some of the, the, the towns and the temples and, and things that, that they created, um, on this continent were, were phenomenal. And, um, they're gone. And, and in the 1800s, they were discovering, um, giant bones all over the place and, and the Smithsonian was hiding them because um, you know they wanted they wanted everybody to think that that it was just the Indians they came across the land bridge and that was it and this right, is our history right. but our history is so much richer and has so much more to it and yes, it and it just um, it breaks my heart to think now the stone chambers that are all over New England nobody knows who built them right. And, and nobody's making an effort to figure it out. You know, they're just no. there. And, right. you know, we, we don't know who did it, so let's just knock them all down and use their stones as patio stones and, and you know, kind of oh, negate no. out yeah. that, that, that time of our history. I, I mean, I fluctuate back and forth on whether Atlantis really was there or not. Um, some days I believe Atlantis was there and some days I don't. Today I believe it was there. But I'm not sure you, where. So you believe Atlantis was here in New England, or do you believe it existed at all? I believe it existed definitely. Oh yeah, no, I don't think it was in New England. But, no, okay. But, I mean, I've, I can, I see and get messages. It certainly existed, as well as Lemuria, and and the Lemurians. Uh-huh. Um, absolutely, and both are influenced by um, um, 
interplanetary um, star people. Yes, star people that that are that are beneficent, you know, that 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 are helpful, that are cultiv that are cultivating, um, and everything you're saying. Also, just the message I got. Besides everything you're saying is incredibly perceptive and um, uh, illuminative. But China has, um, I mean, Chinese medicine. I mean, like in India, China and India, in studying like Ayurvedic. And in studying Chinese medicine, you know the Vedic period is 5,000 BC, mm-hmm. and 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 when I study Ayurvedic medicine, um, um, I get the message um, as from the doctors. I get the intuitive message that it it was old by 5,000 BC. So we're looking at maybe 9,000 or 10,000 BC um, is the beginning of Ayurvedic medicine, which really does work. Mm-hmm. Um, except, unfortunately, today, food and what comes out of the ground has been so polluted to find the pure remedies um, that, that those that practice Ayurvedic could, could live for 200 years, could live for 140 years. Um, it's hard to find, but, but that's an ancient, the Vedic period, 5000 BC, is, is um, uh, yes, I mean, it, it is. It is. It, things are go, going on. It, it's so funny how um, the government controls the history books. Like when I was growing up, you studied Egypt and you wondered what was going on before then. Now, so much of the time, public education has cut Egypt and Greece, and and you start with the French Revolution, which is, or, or you start with um, the 18th century, which is which is so wrong. You know, as you're saying, as you said, I'm agreeing. And and China, Chinese medicine, herbal medicine, um, uh, um, it goes back into that period as well. So um, and and people don't realize that, and they don't really realize the value because I think we, I believe we are prisoners, and that's why I try to stay away from it. Of big pharma, we're prisoners of pharmaceutical, <laughs> excuse me, companies. So that um, the, there was there were healing techniques in 10,000 BC, as you're saying, from other other civilizations. There were healing techniques. There were techniques of health and survival that were much more unified with the planet, and well, that were much purer. Well, yeah, and and I think what gets me is um, those cultures were richer philosophically, spiritually. Yes, absolutely. And- Yes, and, yes. You know, when when Columbus hit um hit hit this coast, he brought with him smallpox and syphilis and all sorts of things. He wiped out thousands of people just just by his mere presence. And and you know, it it's it's sort of like this 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 um Area the the United States what what became the United States um, was so rich and so clean that that it was amazing and 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 the spirituality that was being practiced not only not only by the Indians but by the predecessors of the Indians um, that 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 there was a richness here of spiritual energy that was phenomenal and and yes. so so often in school you know when when you go into ancient history, everybody takes you back to, if they have it, um, to Egypt, to Greece, to Rome, and maybe to Peru, and yes. and and that's it. 
And the reality is, right here in this country, there were cultures that were older than those, that were richer than those, that were far more advanced than those. Yes. And and they're totally negated out. And yes, and especially in what we see now as as the desert. Like I've I've read, I'm not a scholar on this, but I mean, um, we have um, Death Valley. Um, you know, you have Death Valley. Besides all of the vortexes in Arizona, um, besides um, some areas of southern Utah and especially New Mexico, um, yes, there were, there were, and we could say maybe 9,000 BC, even before and before and before, huge civilizations and or or just very evolved um, civilizations going on. That well, um, if, if you look at the, the the Aztecs and the Incas, especially. They had um, observatories. They yes. knew about the stars. Um, yes. If you if you look at the Magi, that that um, went the magicians that went look, looking for um, Jesus. I mean, they were astronomers. They they had followed the stars. They yes. knew yes. an occurrence that happened. I mean, this is technology. <clears throat> excuse me. Yes. That that. That, that we as a civilization in the 1600s, 1700s, had no knowledge of. Exactly. Right. And, and yet antiquity had it. Look at look at the the calendar, the um, the the um, Aztec calendar. Yes. I mean, they were they were prophesizing. They were telling when the eclipses were and the whole thing. I mean, I. I you know, it just it, it boggles my mind that, that we as a species are so ignorant compared to some of these um, civilizations that were here and have gone. And, and you know, you talk about, look at the Nazca lines. How did they ever do that? I mean, um, it had, you know, they're, 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 Saying it was an advanced, it, it was the star people, it was the aliens, or whatever. But, but the reality is, why couldn't it have been um, a civilization here that is no longer that that you know was wiped out by I don't know the plague or or a meteor or something like that? But there's so much here to yet to be learned and and delved into and. Nobody's delving. Well, there's also this, um, it happens through um, epics of history. Uh, the, the interesting thing was that um, Columbus was an Italian, but he was financed through Spain in the Golden Age of Spain. And you have um, um, in the Golden Age of Spain, um, in, in, in the 15th century, you know, you have the, the church was a huge business. Mm-hmm. And, and you have the Inquisition. So you have all kinds of um, manipulations and murders and wars being fought in the name of the church um, through um, Fernando Isabel, through Charles V, Carlos Quinto, through Felipe II. You have all that. But what, what I'm uh, what I'm saying is they wiped out um, this this um, Spanish. They really wiped out so much um, evidence of of. Um, the Toltecs and and the Aztecs and I love Toltec shamanism um, that uh, from Don Miguel de Ruiz I mean I I love all that but so much was wiped out because um, 
it was the idea of we have to be a missionary and we have to bring in Christianity without really discovering what was going on. So a lot of it was just obfuscated, and um, and that's a tragedy. Well, it is, and 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 you know, to get it even back to the spiritual aspect of it, when you go into the Himalayas, when you go back to to the Tibetan monasteries, I mean, their techniques, their practices go back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Absolutely, you're right. Yes, and and. They are able to do so many things with, you know, allowing their minds to, to, to reach out and to touch that higher aspect that is carried within. Yes. And yet, and yet, no major religion wants you to do that. No. And, and it's, it's, it's a shame that there are those techniques out there that would enable anyone to, um, Gosh, exist on less food, exist on, you know, I mean, not that you want to go through that or not that you want to, you know, practice starvation, but, but there are techniques out there available to us today and very few people reach out to incorporate it into their physical reality. And so many people say to me, oh, am I on the right path? Am I on the right path? And, you know, I always respond, are you happy? If you're happy, you're on the right path. If you're not happy and joyful, then you're not on the right path. Right. And, and, you know, it, it's, it's really that simple. But, but it's, and then there are other people that say, I, I'm, I'm very spiritually oriented. I'm a very spiritual being. I just don't know how to make it, make my life be spiritual. They don't understand how to walk the philosophy. And if you can't walk the philosophy, you're not a spiritual being. <laughs> That's true. And, and that walking the talk is probably one of the um, the major things that, that most of us stumble over all the time. It's true. And, and it, it's about, especially now with all the chaos and confusion crossing the earth, it's, it's you make your own reality. I mean, I have so many clients, you know, what is my future? And it's like you were creating and you're attracting your future. It, nothing is set in stone. Nothing is set in stone. Uh-huh. Nothing is set in stone. Nothing is in a crystal ball. And you can change um, the great medium um, I've studied with and, and had readings with and I've studied with him and he's read me and I've read him, Adam Bernstein um, from from Kingston, New York and from Lilydale. He's an amazing medium. But he posted on Facebook um, – some of the laws of giving a message, because the great thing is that in this day and age, um, walking the path, as you say, part of it is understanding what you are creating and attracting and being able to change it. Everything can change. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes, I know this from my experience, a lot of work inside putting out the energy you want and detaching and disconnecting, as Buddha said. Um, Tibetan Buddhism says detach and disconnect from that which is not serving you. Um, and if everybody um, sort of had this, I mean, we get we get so uh, so much society and civilization because it becomes contaminated by materialism, by power, by control, and especially by lower ego that that this gets lost. Yeah, and it's really the way. Um, Events happen in your life through creation and attraction and disconnection 
and learning the lesson and evolving beyond that. And and on Earth, as um, in all the many thousands of readings I've had, you know, you 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 get to a higher energetic plane, you get to a higher spiritual level, emotional level. Universe will sock it to you again as like, how are you doing? Are you going to believe this or are you not? Are you going to take this or are you going to question it? Because the gift from the white lights in God is you can change. We have the power in us, in our souls, to change anything in front of us and inside us and around us. But so many people don't believe that. Yeah, and that's, I think, one of the, the, the it's one of the biggies. Because we do create our reality by our perception of it. It's that easy. If um, I, I had a lady just the other day and she said, well, you know, I'm on disability and, and you know, I'm headed for senior housing, um, government-supported senior housing probably because I don't have enough money to do anything else. And I said, but you've got eight years before you're eligible for that. Why can't, why don't you change it? Why, you know, why are you saying, because what you're saying is exactly what you will create. Exactly right. It will come to you. You put it out in the energy in front of you. It comes back to you. So true. And, and it's, it's, but, it, and don't, don't anybody get me wrong here. This is not an easy thing to do. It is. No. <laughs> but you do have that power to make things better for yourself Absolutely. and other people. But it's hard. You're right. I, I mean, it's it's easy to slip into the oh my gosh, I don't have enough money. I can't I can't pay my bills. Um, it and and it's a self fulfilling prophecy. You know, if you put it out there, that's what happens. The universe is powerful. It gives you what you're creating. And right. I I know a very long time ago. Um, I, I was, um, I was having slight problems with my checkbook because it never wanted to balance. <laughs> and, um, so I, I decided, okay, so I am going to put a million dollars into my checking account so that every time I look at my checkbook, it's not $2 and 56 cents. It's 1 million, 200, you know, it's one million two dollars and sixty some cents. Oh, nice! And do you know that from that moment on, I would look at my checkbook, I would see that I had over a million dollars, so I'm okay. Yes. And and um, it it worked amazing. Now I never drew against it, but um, you know, because that would have been just foolish. But <laughs> but but it you know, when I looked in my checkbook, I saw that I was okay. I had a positive balance. And, you know, I just had to be a little more careful. And it was amazing the difference it, it made in my life because I have to tell you, I felt so much more at ease. I, uh, the tension left me and, and I knew that I had put that million dollars there that, and, and I, I, I have, you know, I, I want to be really clear to everybody. I just wrote a million into my checkbook. I did not have a million dollars, but, but because it was there and because that's what I was seeing, that's what I perceived, and because that's what I perceived, I, I didn't – I mean, I haven't yet gotten a million dollars into my checkbook, but, but I haven't bounced any checks since then either. Um, we have another caller, okay. uh, 720579. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Who is this? My name is Brittany. Brittany, how can we help tonight? 
Um, I'm not really sure. I just uh, my mother-in-law told me about about this show and to call and get a reading. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, We're peeking into your future tonight. Is is you know our 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 main theme here. So. We're going to kind of look ahead for the next couple of months and to see where you're going and, and, you know, just where you are. And we'll give you a chance to ask questions after we've given you what we've gotten, okay? Okay. Um, it does feel here as though you're at a place here in life where you are starting new, starting fresh, starting, I, I almost feel like you're starting over. It's almost like you've drawn, um, you've drawn, uh, a line in the, in the sand and, you said, okay, from here on in, I make changes. Things are going to be different. <clears throat> it does feel as though you are focused on taking care of yourself, on, on making changes within yourself. And it does feel as though you are focused on shifting the way you deal with people and, and the way that you approach life. And I, I really feel that you're making great progress here. I feel strongly that, that there is a sense of bringing justice and balance into your life in, in, in this particular time frame and that, that you are sort of balancing things out. I would say that, that you may have had, you may have experienced, um, Almost a sense of, of being a little dizzy or off balance and, and it feels as, to me as though it's, it's new energy coming in and it is helping to balance you and it, it's helping to open you up to greater, greater potential that you carry within. You've, you've sort of not given yourself credit for being as intelligent as you are and I feel that you really are very intelligent, but, but for some reason you don't trust it so that you haven't been stretching yourself as much as as you know you can or could or would be appropriate um as we come into the summertime it, it feels as though there's laughter joy and celebration i feel that that there is almost a gathering sort of like a reunion type stuff that is going on here mm. in the summertime and and it feels like there are new people coming into your life. You're birthing a new aspect of yourself. So I feel you becoming stronger and stronger and stronger as far as um, pulling your power back from people that you've given it to and, yeah. and taking greater control of your life. Um, don't become a fanatic here, but um, it, it, it does feel as though you feel you feel strong you feel much stronger than you were probably a year or two ago i i feel as you get to the end of the summer there's a sense here of um dualities so there are lots of different directions that you're going to be able to go and the spiritual energy does come in here in september um looks like looks like there's life is changing for you and it feels as though you're finally opening yourself up to a lot of the potential that you carry within. And, and it feels as though there's a celebration going on here because I really feel strongly that you have achieved uh, a tremendous amount of growth here and there's new power coming into you. I feel that, that you are understanding who you are and the direction that you want to go and I have to tell you to, to please never again ever settle for less than you deserve and to always, always follow, follow your heart because you, you have a very pure, beautiful heart and, and if you pay attention to your heart, 
um, and, and, and don't think too much. Just pay attention to your heart. James, what are you getting? Uh, uh, Brittany, can you just say your name for me one more time, please? Yeah, um, Brittany Burrito. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. It's Brittany, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's Brittany Burrito. Okay, thank you. Um, there's going to be, a, this is uh, similar to what Barbara's saying, and I corroborate all of her messages. Um, there, you have, um, you will be celebrating, and you have a sense of um, animation when you're um, dealing with people and when you're out in your faith and your belief and in your creativity. Um, there's a real... Um, sense of animation with you uh of of um enthusiasm of um of playfulness of of cheering up of kind of craziness um and and a really bright mind and that needs to um there is going to be some celebration about this but what spirit is telling me in the next 3 months that needs to expand all of those aspects need to expand it doesn't matter what people think. Um, you are, um, you have a real um, exciting viewpoint to impart, and you have abilities um, in leading and in inspiring and um, creating all kinds of different point of views of looking at things. And th the main thing they want to tell you is you need more grounding um, because you have this gift. Of, of inspiring people and um you have in past lives been a performer um and you have you're an emotional leader but on earth um don't let people push you around in earthly business um in terms of jobs in terms of living in terms of scheduling um make you know draw your own boundaries and be very firm about what you want and what you believe your heart is of god you have all this creativity coming out of it you have great generosity and empathy and healing ability but um it, it, it's got a match on earth so whether you're running a healing business or whatever business you're in whether you're um communicating with people uh, in, in terms of earthly business, such as jobs and money and scheduling and spaces and all that, be more forceful. Be more forceful okay. because you have these gifts. And all of this is going to come into fruition um, in the next nine months, but it's starting now. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Okay, Brittany, thanks for calling. Thank you so much. You're welcome. James, have you ever have you ever walked on coals? No, no. No. <laughs> no. Neither have I. <laughs> no. Is that is that a um is that a Hindu thing? Is that is that a um a Hindu or a Buddhist? I can't remember. That that's that's something from um I I'm trying to remember. Is is that a Hindu practice? I'm trying Yeah, to I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And it's about taking the soul out of the body so that you're sort of in the crown chakra, but that your feet, you know, your feet don't feel, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's about, yeah, um, changing your inner energy so that you don't feel. Yeah, yeah. I, 
I, I, I don't think that this lifetime, that at this point in time, that's something that, that I need to, um, expose myself to. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I wanted to, to get kind of back to, to, I wanted to go back to Atlantis. Yes. To be honest with you. Because, um, you know, I've done a lot of, of reading and stuff on, on certainly, um, the Emerald Tablets of Toth, and, and of course he was a high priest of Atlantis. Um, right. I I have had moments where I really believed that Atlantis was really a mothership that was an, in, an interdimensional ship that that basically sort of crashed and terraformed itself to um, – Disguise itself while they, while they repaired the ship. And, and it was, it was probably there for a good thousand or so years. And if you ever look at what, what, what Plato said, you know, design, you know, what, what Atlantis looked like, if you look at it, it really does look like it was a ship of some sort. Yes, yes. And my, my, my thought, my philosophy was that, that while they were living on the surface of the ship that had been terraformed, um, they sent out emissaries to the cultured, you know, capitals of the world. And, and after a certain period of time, maybe thousands of years, um, they repaired the ship and they, were able to rise up and in the rising up, of course, they just, they, they, you know, shook off all of the terraform stuff and, and they were able to shift back to the other dimension. But, but, but part of the population had been traveling to places like, like Egypt and Phoenicia and, and, um, and, and so they were left behind. Yes. And they were the ones that helped to construct the pyramids and, and all of the huge edifices that are out there. And, and, and I have moments when I really feel like that's what Atlantis really was. And yet, you know, I, I, I do all the reading of all the stories of the Edgar Casey stuff and everything. And, and I have, I have a hard, and I have a hard time swallowing that that it was it was just a civilization that was here on earth i i keep getting the feeling that they were the star people um i i can believe that and i can see that but when in and i don't know if it's um from edgar casey i read it i don't know where i read it but um one of one of the um myths or um historical legends about an Atlantis is that they destroyed themselves technologically, part of mm-hmm. them did, and the other is that they took over the Lemurians. Um, and I can see that because, and but what I just got from what you said is that the ones that were left behind, I think they kept the civilization going in their own way, but uh, and they were very technologically advanced. But the Lemurians were um, the Pleiadians. They they were connected to the Pleiadians, and the Atlanteans, the ones that were left on Earth, mm-hmm. although they were geniuses technologically and architecturally, um, they they um, um, I think lost contact 
with, you know, their origins as star people, and that's what led to their destruction. Well, according to to the translation of uh, the channeling of Dr. Doral and that this, this would be with the Emerald tablets and stuff. Right. Um, In that report, it talked about how people lost their spiritual connection. Yeah. That's what I get from them. They were very spiritual at first and then they became, it's sort of like what's happening now. Lower ego took over great technological minds. Mm-hmm. But not a spiritual connection. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yes. Oh, oh, that's okay. So they lost their spiritual connection right. and and angered um, the higher gods. And yes. be, because the higher gods um, had, of course, greater power, they yes. tilted the axis of the earth so the sea would swallow the island up. And that's yes. when that's when Toth was told to take his people. Um, in, in the spaceship of the master of light, uh, and go to the land of Chem, which was Egypt. Right. So, uh, you know, I just, there, there are so many, you know, they're, they're looking at it, um, in the Santorini area. They're looking at, you know, Bimini Road was, I, I don't think the Bimini Road was Atlantis, but I do think it was an advanced civilization. Yes, yes. Um, and, and wasn't Casey didn't, th- there is and has been discovered pyramids underwater that, that are, are complete pyramids with crystal capstones. Yes, that, yes. That, um, th- that are in the, um, I think the Bermuda Triangle. So, yes. uh, and, and according to some, the capstone of the Great Pyramid in Egypt was supposed to be crystal. Not gold. Yeah. So, so, um, you know, I mean, come on, we're talking, you know, back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So, who's to say? But, but the pyramids that are underwater that are complete that have the crystal capstones on them, I mean, you don't hear a lot of reported about that. And, and so it's, it's kind of like, what were the purposes of the pyramids? You know, were they something that the Atlanteans used for communication to create a power grid to, you know, what were they for? I think they were. I think all of that. Yes, absolutely. And just to um, be um, uh, uh, to be synchronicitous with you about unrecognized civilizations, what we know of Crete, because you're talking about you were talking about that area too a bit about Phoenicia. There's Crete. Um, Crete um, goes far, far back uh-huh. before um, 500 BC and before 1000 BC. What I always get it 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 was one of the um, a very advanced um, uh, so because it was an island and. Uh-huh. Um, there was um, all kinds of, um, I don't know if it's interplanetary visitations, if there were vortexes, but um, it's just not King Minos and the palace, but it, <laughs> it, it goes much, much before that. It, it's one of the very ancient ones, maybe as far back as Atlantis, but you know, all we have is what happened in 600 BC there. But I mean, 
going far, far, far back, uh, I, I, Crete is one of them. Like you say, Bimini is. Uh, there are traces of all of the uh, of of the Atlanteans all around there. So you're, you're absolutely right. And and it's so funny how they um, people lock away um, the pyramids that that are under the the North Atlantic or in the Bermuda Triangle or like energy grids. I mean, for instance. If you look at the Titanic, um, why did they? I, I mean, th- there was radar going on. I mean, th- th- there was there was an ability to. Um, wh- wh- how did this happen? I believe there are certain vortexes. You get caught in the vortex, and part of it is uh, so much of it is what's happening underneath the the surface of the ocean, such as the Marianas Trench. There uh-huh. there were energy grids that were laid by ancients that that if if you are not sensitive or respectful or aware you can get caught um i do have to say i think we've talked about this previously lake superior is one oh yeah because lake superior has the storms that start at the bottom of the lake and devour huge ships um you know when you you, you've mentioned vortexes a number of times now i've i've um been to Sedona and you know the vort you know Bix is there. Um, I I, uh, I I worked at a place that had a vortex in the property, and the fascinating thing was that first of all you see the swirling energy, and yeah. and then you see um, spirits from from all time frames. Um, coming and going within that vortex, and and you know I'm wondering what does create a vortex? Well, the the the, the one in Saratoga, mm-hmm. um, uh, part of it is created by, um, part of it I believe is created by. Um, star people, interplanetary visitations. Uh, part of it is that. But for instance, Saratoga, I, this is the wrong number, but there's like within a small area, there are 32 faults in the earth. And, and all of them spring forth healing waters. One for the eyes, one for the skin, one for the liver. Um, that to me is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, that out of the center of the earth and part of that is done through the stars and the planet and part of that is done through the center of the earth and that is why the Iroquois Empire and I'm not talking about the Iroquois Empire in the 1400s or the 1300s I believe the Iroquois Empire went way back just as you were saying but it is it, the High Rock Spring in Saratoga is the Holy of Holies um, of the Iroquois Empire and and so there is a vortex there is what I'm saying. You go to Saratoga, you feel different. You can yeah, feel and, it. And and again I I think that for for those who have not experienced a vortex, it's like a um it's it's like a tornado. And Yes, um, but it feels great. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean it doesn't pick you up and throw you across the room. No. But um, <laughs> But it does, it does, um, what, what I find is the vortexes suck away all the stuff that doesn't, that isn't right, you know, that's, that's in your, I agree. In, 
in your that's in why your it's so person. healing that's and and that's why um sp- the, every, uh, people misuse the word spa now a spa is really a fault in the earth springing forth the healing waters mm-hmm. so it's a type of vortex because the earth opens up and all of a sudden this water that has the right mineral compounds in it that can heal parts of our bodies and our souls comes forth as a gift from God. Um, and that's what a spa is. And that partially that's part of a vortex. You know? Well, yeah, yeah I kind of think that the vortex is maybe something that was left over from a previous civilization that used yes. them as part of the power grid. Yes, yes, yes. And and you know there may have at one time been a building there or a or an edifice of some sort, but that that I I do believe that there was um and and there is now a magnetic energy grid that is around the planet, um and, and you know part of that has something to do with the ley lines but not totally, and yeah. you know I think that we've got remnants here of ancient again ancient cultures that nobody's had you know taken the time to investigate or to look into or to say okay these aren't just you know these aren't natural these were created how when and and you know why and yeah. and it and it just to me it it boggles my mind and and here's another instance where you know powerful governments say forget that you know we want to tax you on something else um there, there is so much of of wisdom and energy and spiritual information that is that is still here that yeah. that that is available to us and if we looked for it, reached for it, and then used it, the only problem is every time every time something that is that is spiritually magical is is created um the government wants to make a weapon out of it yes or they want to silence it and lock it away right i mean my father was in the fbi during world war ii and he was he was present at the demonstration of um a, a man had invented um they had a car there a brand new car they filled the car car's gas tank with water and he dropped a pill in, just a little white pill, and the car ran on it. And it, it, there was no, there was no exhaust, no nothing. It changed the water into a fuel that the wow. car was able to to uh, to run on. Government yeah. bought that and put it away. It yes. was never seen or heard from again. Yes. And yes. and yes. the government has done that over and over and over and over again. Yes. And yes. And, and, and so, there was, there was a, um, a doctor that created a, um, a chamber that, that healed cancer with sound, with sound yes. vibrations. Um, yes. it was, it was quite, it was bought up and it was silenced and it was put away. Nicholas Tesla wanted to create electricity, free electricity for everybody. Yes, yes. And, true. and yes. JP Morgan, Ruined him, and they went with Edison because they could charge for it. I mean, you, you know, when you look at all of the, the the wonderful things that are out there that have been invented, created, and and are and are gifts to humanity, and yet they've been squashed. 
Yes, because of money and commercialism and greed and let's make a profit. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, 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 and it's the same with our history. And there is such a rich history for the, for the United States, for this, for this whole continent. Yes. And, and, and just to add to what you're saying about in this continent, there is a civilization similar to what you discovered in Connecticut. There is, um, on the, the, the northern part of the Delaware River in Pennsylvania, there are mounds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, around Milford, Pennsylvania, and um, Dingles Ferry, I think it's called. Um, there are mounds, and they, they're really not investigated, and they're ancient. And then there's the energetic, um, in Virginia, where I grew up, um, there is, you can feel it, 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 it on, on the, on the um, James York Peninsula, uh, where um, uh, um, Edgar Cayce and his followers channeled, um, we want to say from Richmond down to Newport News, there, there's a reason that the Enlightenment um, was so uh the french enlightenment was was huge there because of the hugeness of the indian civilization mm-hmm. and the british destroyed that i mean you know they did horrible things to the um algonquian um civilization and powhatan and pocahontas but you have that energy in that land and it's just not the Algonquians. It goes back. But it's not a mistake that yeah. you have in that part of Virginia, yeah. Edgar Casey, and then you have Thomas James, Jefferson. James, James, I, we're, we're, time's up. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, sorry, James. Thanks so much. We'll be back next week, folks. 